You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. Welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. Top of the morning to you. Okay, we got my dad, also known as David. What's going on? You didn't do an Irish accent. You just said it. Yeah, I'm not very See, good at Irish I accent. Could, okay. I could do that. Top of the morning to you. He's just like that. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah. I'm not calling Farrell. Definitely so I can't. let me down this morning. <laughs> I can't quite do an Irish accent. You should say everything he says in the in bench of this year. I will. Yeah. I'll yeah. work on my Irish accent. I had anyway. to put, I don't, I'll say this more later. I had to put subtitles on for that movie. Oh, I, I, started with, oh, I started with subtitles. Yeah. I started with subtitles just because. Anyway. I just had it turned up. That's not what we're talking about today. We're just funny enough. Um, okay, so we are going to do a mini pod. We haven't done one in a little while. We decided yeah. to go watch Mathrigan or Megan. I guess it's Megan, but I'm gonna call it Mathrigan the whole time. It screws up the search engine. Search engine. You so have to bad. put it in three in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't just search Megan. You have to put it in three in. Um, but we're gonna talk about Mathrigan today. We went and watched it last night. Pretty fresh in our brains. Um, we watched. It's PG-13. There will be an unrated version coming out. Been green. That's already been said. That's pretty we'll, awesome. We'll talk more about <laughs> what we think about that also. Um, and this once we get past spoilers. But um, the way we do this, if you if you're, if you're new, we're going to kind of we kind of jump around and give our um, first thoughts without spoiling. I will I will I will say time for spoilers. So if you don't want to hear about that, just stop listening at that point, yeah. and then we'll get into our spoilers. Um, so I'll start off. I honestly enjoyed the movie um, in yeah. a way. Without spoiling, it, it's hard to say why I enjoyed it, but. It was not what I expected. It I thought it'd be horror. It's more of a comedy movie. It's yeah. build horror sci-fi thriller. On it IMDb. didn't even mention, com- mention comedy, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why, but it's more of a horror comedy. More comedy. I would actually put it more comedy horror. You know, James Wan even said it's a horror comedy. Well, he would know because you know, you're right. And so it's like, <laughs> it is interesting. The first. Ha- I would say the first act of the movie is engaging enough. You learn. I mean, it's this in the trailer. Her. Her parents die. Allison Williams is like she's good in this actually. Um, yeah, but but you know, even though they don't you know say it's a horror comedy type thing, I mean even the opening scene is a it's a comedy. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, that opening scene is open comedic. Up. I mean, yeah, it sets the tone of the movie. It does. It's just well. it's weird, but yeah, I agree and disagree with this statement because it, te- it sets a tone, but the movie's to- it's totally it's an odd tone, weird. Like it doesn't under- for some reason it feels like it doesn't understand its own tone. Like there's a there's a certain spot where you're like oh okay that's how it should feel and then they do this something and like what should I it was well, confusing what were you expect what were you expecting going in just from seeing the trailers and just stuff? like a, like a child's play type yeah. thing yeah. I mean that's, that's everyone what I was under, thinking like, too yeah this doll is gonna be around and it kills people mm-hmm. which does happen yeah but, but that's the not the main tone because I mean no. I mean it's been done plenty yeah, of times yeah. it's just a little different take but the tone of the movie is very comedic. Mm-hmm. Everyone but Alison Williams in this movie is stupid. I mean, on a purpose. <laughs> like, they're meant to be Yeah, they're meant to be dumb. kind of caricatures. Yes. Yeah. Even, like, her boss is ridiculous. Her neighbor is over the top. She, Her her kid, her niece, she's over the top. But she's a kid, so, you know, I don't know how she was really written. Megan's over the top, which, of course, she's, like, all the people she works with, her people that help her build Megan, over the top. Funny stuff. Mm-hmm. But it definitely sets a, a tone at the beginning, which I wasn't <coughs> expecting, which is fine. I like certain things about it. Honestly, I did. I laughed a lot, which is not what I expected. Right. So if you can make me <laughs> laugh, I usually enjoy the movie. Yeah. And I yeah. enjoy the movie. Right. It's entertaining. I do think it definitely falls short on this horror aspect that I wanted. Yes. But I agree. the unrated version might fix that. Yeah. 
Um, I would hope. I think the PG-13 version lacks in just the tonal, tonally weird. It's written kind of poorly at times. Might be the purpose. I can't tell because this movie never set a boundary of what I should expect. Yeah. So it's hard to know if it's poor writing or this movie is just not great at sometimes. And you think, oh, it's just because the movie's supposed to be this way. Right. I hate that about it a little bit. Also, they need to explain a little more about what Megan can do. Sometimes, which we'll get we'll get into. We we'll get into can, it later. Yeah, because she can do things I didn't. Uh, I I can understand why, but they didn't explain it. I'd like to be explained yeah, a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, but overall, like I said, it's interesting. It's funny. It, I'll watch the unrated version when it comes out. Yeah, most likely just to see the differences, and then I'll base my opinion if I should buy it or not off yeah. the unrated version, probably because the PG thirteen version. You know, it misses some things. Yeah, it, it does. It misses the mark a little bit. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That's why I, I'm um, at, kind of, <coughs> without sparling. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'm at with the movie, I um, it's clear and obvious that the filmmakers are not, are not going for any major awards with this. However, I think the movie is a blast to watch. I mean, like it's, <laughs> it, it, they the filmmakers know what the movie is, and I feel like they lean into the silly, over-the-top, ridiculous, campy aspect of it, and I think that's what makes the movie work. Because honestly, when the trailers came out for this film, I thought this is either going to be a fun, campy ride, or it's going to be absolute dog crap. And I think it was a fun, campy ride. Like, yeah, no, it was. Per- it, no, it wasn't perfect at all. It was, it was. I wouldn't even call it a good movie, but it was a really fun time. I mean, it was. It was consistently funny. It was, like you said, Jordan. They don't really lean into the horror very much of it. They lean more into the comedy of it, which really I didn't have a problem with. There were certain moments in the film where it's like it's kind of suspenseful, but at the same time, there's a comedic. Um, there's a comedic balance, I guess, there where you're laughing in suspenseful moments and stuff. Um, I think that kind of plays really well. I think the whole, um, I think the whole tone of the film, um, what you were talking about earlier, I don't really think that has to do with the horror, the comedy aspects of it. I think it has to do with really the actors that are in this film because I feel like there's a couple of actors who feel like they're in a legit horror movie, and I feel like they're most of the actors feel like they're in a comedy, and then there's a couple actors that feel like they're in this intense family drama. You know what I mean? Um, but no, the movie's not perfect. I think the performances though were surprisingly good. The Allison Williams is pretty good. The main girl, um, I don't know her actual name. I can look it up real quick, but she plays Katie. She was pretty good. Um, and I want to say another positive, and I didn't really think about this until on the way home last night. I Violet thought, McGraw. Thank you. Is that the girl who plays Katie? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she. I thought she was really good too. Um, and I thought about this on the way home last night. This movie had like a budget of ten, twelve million dollars. Didn't 17. have. Okay. Didn't have a huge budget, and I thought, did they use CGI with M three? And if they did, it was pretty seamless. Like it looked like legit prosthetics, animatronics. Everything looked very well. Because she talked, it was a little weird when she talked, but that's yeah. hard. That's so. That's so hard. Yeah, with it was like had, you know, the, the lips weren't obviously synced perfectly. Yeah, it's I'm tough like, with a budget. But, I didn't yeah. expect them to be, you know, because she's a. I almost think it was better. It didn't. It's almost creepier. So I, well, I, I watched the making. I watched the making of last night actually on really? YouTube for about. It's about only a ten minute clip, but uh, I saw the girl who's actually Megan and uh, the mask that they used to put on her and stuff. It was it was pretty cool. It was very very interesting. Yeah, it's definitely creepier that it doesn't sync as well. I don't know if that's a purposely thing or they just couldn't do it, but it worked okay for me. Yeah, but yeah, it ma- it was seventeen million to make. It made thirty the first week, and so I made its money. Yeah, like thirty point so. four million. And I was surprised. I remember when I first saw the trailers. I remember thinking like, it could make uh, one million gonna, dollars. I was like, this is going <laughs> to open to maybe five, yeah. maybe ten million, and then it started getting buzz online. It beat Babylon by 
$25 million. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> That's oh, wild. It started getting something. this buzz online and these viral TikTok dances and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And you know what? It also helps that the movie is a fun time. That's the thing. It's not... It's not a great film by any stretch of the imagination, but it's an enjoyable it's ride. And I can give it that. It's a little different. It's, yeah, that's the thing. It it's, it's also it's also a hodgepodge of like five other movies. You yeah. got your child's yeah. play. You got your AI. You got your ex machina. You got your very ex machina. Yeah. You got you got there, yeah. It's a hodgepodge of eight different movies. I even got malignant vibes in this from like just too. the campy ridiculousness a, of I it. I leaned too. over to him and I said, "This is malignant, dude." <laughs> This is Malignant's <laughs> little sister Megan. Yeah. What she's go? I prefer Megan. <laughs> and that scene in the woods, which yeah. she's charging Dude, on all yeah, fours. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah. Um, I wish she would have growled. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. But um, but yeah, I, I just this movie is exactly what I wanted it to be. It's not going to be an awards contender film. It's going to be a goofy, campy, fun ride, and that's what it was. I imagine it was an Oscar. I had a good time with it. Now, I, I watched an interview the other day with uh, with uh, what's her name Williams, mm-hmm. and uh, she said that she explained why this movie was PG thirteen. And it had to do with the clip that they first put out, the trailer, uh, the dance that went viral with all these teens. Yeah. And that's the reason they went to PG-13, because they attracted this audience, and they wanted to bring them into the theaters. Well, yeah. it worked. That makes sense. <laughs> exactly. So that's how they made all this money right away. Because we even had younger kids in ours. Right. I mean, they're, I, th- I think they're about 14. Yeah. This movie really is PG-13. I mean, I, I wouldn't show my 11-year-old because it does have some things that I think mm-hmm. would freak him out. But, like, overall, it has one F word in it. Right. It cusses some, but it's really not that hard of a PG-13 even. Like, really. It's you, really, you can tell, though, that it's, it's really kind tame. of... There's it's, a couple of times it's where... It's pretty rough. The much. editing is... <laughs> now, I don't think... I think there's some times in the film where I'm like, hey, the editing in this is pretty solid. And then there's other times you can tell they had to cut it down from an R rating. Yeah, so yeah. It's, a, it's a little spotty, but... Okay, so this movie, going in, I was not sure what to expect. I've watched the trailers, and I was like... I don't know if I really want to see this or not. Yeah. I will go watch it because we're doing the podcast. That's I asked cool. you about it, and you're like, yeah. no. Yeah, no. <laughs> I just, I just didn't know. Um, yeah, there's, there's horror. There's some horror elements. There's some comedy elements. There's a little bit of all these different genres just kind of mashed into one. Um, I think the undertone of it is basically it's like a, it's like saying you know, look at our our reliance on on electronics and AI and mm-hmm. you know it's just kind of this undertone. Of you know, look what happens, you know, and that's kind of what horror does. I mean, it looks, yeah. you know, takes real life and says, "Hey, you know, this is what could happen," you know, that type of thing, and and it, it's fun that way. Which doesn't um, feel that far off from right, our real world. Right. I mean. Um, but as far as the horror element, I want to talk about the horror elements because I, I was going in this looking for a horror movie, and they're there, but there's not enough there, and I think that has to do with the PG thirteen thing where they they cut a lot of stuff out. Yeah. Uh, the original writer said that that. In the script, they killed a lot more people, and it was a lot more bloodier. Um, that's kind of what I was going to see. I think that the comedy worked very well throughout this. The whole theater was laughing. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the right time, same times. And what I liked about the comedy that they did in this was that it was almost it hit, they did it like in unexpected places, and that's what hit so well. I think uh, when the kid talked back to his mom in the woods, freaking hilarious. Uh, when Dave, she was going after Dave. Hilarious. Um, I did not know this. Dave, the guy who plays Dave, was a stand-up, is a stand-up comedian. Oh, my gosh. I, uh, I could never yeah. listen to that. <laughs> Holy Lord. Um, he was a bit annoying I've character. I've seen him in a couple other things. I yeah, know, he's an actor, stand-up comedian. What's um, his name, Jordan? Honey Ching? Yeah, he's a... C-H-I-N-E-G. I don't know how to say that. said he's Malaysian. I don't know. I've never heard of him before, but he was funny in this movie. Uh so the way they used the comedy, it worked really well because 
you weren't expecting it when it hit most of the time. Um, I do think, however, though, if the comedy didn't hit, this movie would not work because yeah. the horror elements it's just boring. The it would just become el- a yeah. bad movie. The horror elements just weren't there. Yeah, and the comedy is what kept me in in the movie. Um, there were some obvious things to me. I leaned over to Jordan and said, "This is what's going to happen later." Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it did. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of Chekhov's gun. <laughs> yeah, in this, there or is. Robot. Um, but overall, because of the comedy, I think I was entertained throughout the whole thing. I didn't get bored. Yeah, not either. And that's that's what really turns me off of movies. <laughs> I start getting bored. I want to leave. Um, but it wasn't a great movie. It wasn't a horrible movie. It was just kind of mediocre. But still, if it wasn't for the comedy, I don't think this movie would work at all. Yeah, because when you hear like when you hear Blumhouse is releasing a PG thirteen horror movie in the first week of January, you're like, oh, that's gonna be because that's where studios go to dump their crap yep. is in January every year. Yeah, and you think it's gonna be just absolutely <laughs> terrible. But and like you said, David, if they took the comedy out of this movie, it would just be a dull, unscary, forgettable film. Right. I mean, but the comedy is what elevates it. The comedy, the tone, the campy vibe of it is what makes it enjoyable. Exactly. <laughs> and without, this is not spoiling really, but with the horror thing, it's the, every single time something happened, they cut away from it. And mm-hmm. that's what you could, that, there were some tough cuts there and I could <laughs> tell. And there's even a cut where one of the guys is dropping the F but they cut it and he kind of just goes, Fuh. Yeah, you he didn't can, say it. It's kind of, <laughs> and they, you can, they didn't even dub it over, but just kind of cut it. And that's You can fine. definitely tell where, where, You'd want to, that's the problem with this. I mean, yes, the comedies were elevated to make it work, make it work better, but there were some scenes where you wanted to see what was going to happen next, and they well, cut it off. I also want to see what Megan's capable of. You don't yeah. really see what Megan's capable of because they cut away. Now, yes, she kills people, but that's in the trailer. Like, you know she's a killing robot. I want to know what she's yeah, capable forget of. About, forget really about Asimov's uh, rules of robotics in yeah. this. You know, they're completely thrown out the window. Yeah, that's not even really the point of this film. Is like, I mean, that's what I think that's what most people are going into this movie expecting. But I mean, it's like, I mean, I, this is not spoiling anything, but if people haven't seen this and they might want to check it out, be prepared. It's like an hour before really anything even suspicious even happens. Um, but I again, I, like I said, I don't think that's the point of the movie. I think. Yeah, but, uh, but you can tell that it's cut the by the third act. You're supposed to see what Megan can do and they cut most of that out. So you'll see what Megan does in the third act more. Because yeah. she's very powerful. Yeah, she still she still she still goes um, crazy and kills some folks, but it's not that yeah severe. It's not that. But the synopsis yeah. of this, which I'll just go ahead and read it if you don't know it, it's um, a robotics engineer at a toy company builds a lifelike doll that begins to take on a life of its own. And what happens with it actually is Allison Williams is that robotics engineer, but her her sister and um, brother in law die in a, in a car wreck. And mm-hmm. she takes on the niece, and the niece needs somebody, but she she also has to work, and she makes Megan, and they become well, I mean, and I they think, pair. I think Allison William plays really; she plays this character really well. This character is mm-hmm. kind I of like her. this character is just you know focused on work. She doesn't have any emotional attachments to anybody, yeah. including the niece, and so it's hard for her to attach to this niece. And this niece doesn't know her, so she doesn't really yeah. attach to her either. And so this doll becomes a substitute for another human being to care for yes and i want to say honestly like i I, they didn't necessarily hit it out of the park but i really commend the the filmmakers the screenwriters because they actually attempted to say something in this movie you know i mean i'm not saying like they dove into grief the way black panther wakanda forever did or something like that but they do touch on grief they touch on attachment to electronics Mm -hmm. and um and you know honestly they touch on artificial intelligence obviously right. and you know what it can accomplish but i was surprised how much it was 
a family drama about grief and loss and stuff. I was really surprised that they and had I liked, that element. I liked how they how they made it to where the the like the message they were saying it's okay to grieve. You need to grieve in order to heal. Yeah. Whereas this doll was just a substitute for. They even say it's know, just a distraction. Right. For your and, grief. And it's okay to it's okay to grieve. We're supposed to grieve. We're humans. It, yeah. That's how we are. And they're saying that's okay. You know, maybe you should detach yourself from some of this other stuff, and life would be much better. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. Yeah, and so the story kind of goes along pretty normal. Um, Megan's around helping Katie out, doing her stuff. But then, like, you kind of get these, like, little chop cuts of Megan just being creepy. <laughs> like, she's not doing anything wrong at she's this point. She's just sitting, staring into nothing. She's just staring, but you can tell, like, she's programmed to learn. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many times we have to watch movies like this to yeah. realize we should never do this. <laughs> um, it's been happening since the 80s. Let's not do it. But anyway, she's programmed very highly to learn. And so she's watching very creepily. Well, I mean, everybody. In reality, look at the new AI that's coming out. It is scary as crap. What is what it's getting to where it's getting ready to do. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it really is. It's, I mean, it's Elon nuts. Musk is practically AI already. So. <laughs> it, he it might be nuts. AI. Um, but she's learning, and so what happens at a certain point is she learns out of her own program, and she can kind of do what she wants. Like, they have those things where she, they pair. Like, it's normal stuff. You pair. You can say, Megan, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Megan, turn off. At some point, well, she's y- like, no. And, you know, another thing that works with this movie really well is that even though this is supposed to be like a a lifelike doll, she's creepy as crap. I don't she care. She just creepy. She really is. And I don't understand. And there's a balance there, but it, it works really well for this movie. There's a balance of creepy animatronic robotness. Mm-hmm. Robotness is that a word? And then there's a balance of lifelike humanness yeah, as well. At, in the third act, they actually do kind of go into how she is actually robotic because something happens and like she's starting to be weird. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a point where like they go to this camp and she's like, "You both coming in?" And they goes, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, what is that?" She goes, "That's a toy." Because <laughs> she looks pretty normal until you get pretty close. You can tell she's creepy. Yeah, then you Which, realize, oh, oh, Lord, no. <laughs> exactly. So, um, anything else you guys want to say before we spoil? Yeah, I can go ahead and spoil it. So okay. yeah, so we'll do spoilers. No, I am the father. I see dead people, and that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He is the one. Um, yeah. So everyone dies. There's a point <laughs> where, like, there's a dog, which is the worst dog in the world, bites right. Katie, and she decides that. I think the owner's worse than the dog. Yes. <laughs> well, I, th- I think you need to point out first that. Uh, Williams had pre- programmed the doll and told this doll that you're supposed to protect Katie mm-hmm. physic- from physical harm and emotional harm. Yes. Which she says. And she l- takes this to the extreme. Which she says later that it, theoretically what she did could be okay in her mind. But she, the way that she set up controls that she shouldn't kill people. Right. Um, yeah, because she, she still had to do a lot of testing and hadn't run certain trials which, on let's it. let's be honest. And then we go back Why to... Why not testing this freaking thing? And then we go back to Asimov's rule of robotics. I mean, she had it's to not t- supposed to harm any human yeah, beings. Yeah, exactly. She had to take it to go get tested and whatnot. But at that point, Megan was too late. She had to stink and wrap it and bubble wrap and tape it up. <laughs> yeah, because like... So this dog bites Katie because this dog... Really, the dog that is the wrong one here. Literally, she just goes in to get this arrow, right. attacks her. Katie's like, not, my, not Megan. And then... And then bites Katie, so she's like, "We well, got to die." Um, so the, partially rips Megan's head off too. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that might be what have jar- what what jarred her. <laughs> I don't want to say critical thinking, but that might have <laughs> jarred her brain loose a little bit. Maybe uh, I mean, but later on in the film, you can't get to her brain unless you like bash it in. It's, it's titanium, so I don't know if it actually anything or not. It may have, have. It may have. May not. I don't know. Um, 
Oh but yeah, because the whole whole she's complete. She's complete, complete titanium. titanium. Yeah, they have to like dismantle her to get her. <clears throat> right. But anyways, it doesn't matter. Either way, it could that. have. She, I, I guess, depending on where, she could have little spots. Um, because it went for the weak spot. I mean, yeah. that's where dogs do. But so she's that's kind of she. You, this is where the first cut comes in, pretty obviously. Yeah. She goes for the dog, and the dog just disappears. I really feel like we're gonna see the dog just get mangled <laughs> in the new one. But she has her first thing. She kind of kills this dog, and we're like, because the dog hurt Katie, and <laughs> and, you know, and us, the on, audience, we're like, yeah, I get that. You well, later on, Alison even says theoretically, with the way I built her and her learning model, if she learned that that dog would still hurt her it is theoretically possible that she would think to kill it. Mm-hmm. And she goes, it's just possible she's killing other people too because she's trying to protect Megan. I don't know, Katie. So she's mm-hmm. like, we should shut it down. And you should have. Um, they yes. don't. And not no. just that. I mean, she, <laughs> she, she, goes, she goes on the net and, and discovers what, what death is. The yeah, definition of death. And, and all of a sudden, stuff. And, and to her, death is just like, you, don't, you don't, just don't exist anymore. So you're nothing and it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's another turning point with Megan. Like, we haven't really seen Megan do much, except for... Because you're right. Megan doesn't do that much in the first hour. She makes her sit there and be kind of like Annabelle me creepy. Like, she's kind of annabelle for a while. Yeah. Um, which is fine. Because um, this kind of has some animal vibes to it, too, here and there. You know, anytime you have a doll, it's going to be Dude, when I saw the Annabelle doll in that... Shazam trailer? No, but... It, yeah, no, and the, when they were yeah, when they were doing the... the Shazam uh, trailer. Yeah, that was that was cool. I, mean, I like yeah. to see I like to see when people put stuff in different movies like that. But that it was it cool. wasn't Shazam. I was sitting here going, where was that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess it was the same company. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, weird. But um, but yeah. So <laughs> this kid, they're at this camp, which I'm not convinced is not a camp for kids with dead parents. Now like, I'm not really too sure what this camp was yeah, about. Yeah, because Allison Williams' character just says to Katie, "It's a ki- it's a camp for kids like you who think outside the box" or something like that, and then. <laughs> It's just one woman who is way too happy to be there and a bunch of douchey kids. I don't yeah. know. Well, well one, one really douchey yeah. kid in particular. But He's just like cursing and all this other stuff. And he he takes Katie's hand and like takes a spike thing and like and hurts he her. Like, it, just yeah. being a douche. I mean, complete. Yeah, exactly. And at that point, you know, the audience is all kind of collectively going, Megan, F this kid up. Yeah, you know? and, and it's like, <laughs> that's where the tone is weird in this movie. Cause it's like, you, it's kind of funny. When she's on all fours, all right. and she's chasing it's funny, him. creepy. That's what works. And, and then she like, and then he gets kind of weirdly like on top of her, and like right. she like pulls his ear off, just pulls and the then whole thing. He off. runs, trips, falls in the road, and dies. Not really her fault. Technically, yeah. she just she ripped his ear off. Him. She did tear his ear off. I was, it's I, weird though. I was like at that point, I'm like, Megan's got no scruples, man. She goes for animals. She goes for kids and old women. <laughs> it's I mean, just whatever. It is doesn't in the matter. Way of Katie. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if she had to kill the old woman for Katie. That was more of her. I think. I think she just wanted to kill her. She just wanted her. to. Yeah. yeah. The old woman was just being hateful. She definitely wasn't. Like she is kind of being intrusive when she's like, "I know you did it." Yeah. She like runs up to the window. So she never really like out. looks yeah. at Katie like, "I'm gonna kill you." That kid actually did hurt Katie. Yeah. The kid had it coming. <laughs> I don't know if any kid deserves death. But he well, gets. That kid did. He gets wrecked. <laughs> yeah, he did. He gets ruined by that oh truck. Oh my gosh. And Man. like, it does have a pretty funny joke later. Yeah. This cop is like. Kid, <laughs> yeah. we, we found this kid's ear ripped off. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh about that. I know, but <laughs> his, his it was ripped clean off, two hundred yards from the body. <laughs> Again, something you weren't expecting to hear in this movie. It was just that's where that comedy works so well. The yeah. second act is pretty good at setting up Megan um, of what she's capable of because he's kind of off-screen stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't really see her kill anybody physically until the third act, and you don't really see it then either. It's kind of implied because it cuts away. Right. Um, she tries to kill a couple people. It's it does not work. Um, but. Alice Williams finally kind of figures out, Megan, you're 
Yeah, okay. Because um, she's fucking. I wonder back if to it's her. after the kid and the neighbor are dead. I looked over. At some point, people are down around you. Right. Got a freaking AI over here. Well, the cop even points out. Well, weren't you at the scene where that kid died, yeah. and and now this lady's dead? Yeah, yeah. He and then like, you get a shot of the woman trying to find whoever the dog's stupid name is. Dewey. Dewey. Yeah. Dewey. And all of a sudden, it's kind of creepy because she's like, she's barking a little bit, and she's like, just rises up out of the shadows, and then I guess she kills her with. That, that um, chemical, that chemical into the face, yeah. all because you know you're gonna, you know you're gonna see her bolt like away, a, right? Well, yeah, it looked like a pressure washer. Type yeah, but it thing. had her chemicals in it. Right. Yeah, so she I just think, injected chemicals into this pressure washer. I will admit, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a kill like that in a horror film. It's different. They, well, they just use that type of technology, use that type <laughs> of tools to rip someone's face off. They cut away, and all, all you see is blood going down the drain. I'm sure we'll see her face melt off. Hmm. Maybe <laughs> that'd be nice. I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing the uncut version of this. Movie. Me too. I'm, not gonna I'm interested to see how much longer it is because I think it's going to flesh out a couple characters a little more. Because um, like the way this version sits, you think like this PG-13 version could probably be 10 minutes shorter. But at the same time, I'd be cool with watching an unrated version that's 10, 15 minutes longer. Well, they don't explain a couple things either. Like they don't explain the character of that guy that's trying to leak stuff. He, no, not really. He's just they, that's just kind of thrown in. Yeah, for, and she kills him for it. Yeah, and we get a, we get we get like a, a moment, a few mm-hmm. sentences of a background later mm-hmm. in the movie. Which okay, great, I whatever. Feel like that'll be fleshed out. I'm thinking the boss might flesh a little more because he's just kind of thrown in as an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's funny. I'm not saying he's not. Yeah, but he's not. I mean, he's kind of annoying to me. But he plays his part well. But there's a couple of things I think will be fleshed out more. Yeah, I hope that they explain a little more about Megan. They kind of expect you to understand that she can just as long as she's near Wi-Fi, she can control all electronics. And I can see that, but I'd like it a little bit of why she could do that. I know what you mean. They don't really explain. They don't really explain the. I mean, I think they do. I think the screenwriters do a good enough job in the beginning when Allison Williams tells Katie how Bruce works, and she mm-hmm. explains like how memories and how this and how that works. And basically, the same concept is with M. Thregan. She basically um, works the same way as this big robot Bruce does. And I think that's really all you needed to know. Now, granted, yeah, it would have been nice to know how can she. Um, power all this stuff how can she answer somebody's phone from across the room and stuff mm-hmm. like that but at the same time you're just kind of thinking like she's an AI robot she, whatever she can you just gotta you know in a movie like this you just gotta roll with the punches she can do all things when she's plugged in at the lab I get that but when you get to a house can she just use everything with Wi-Fi granted Alice in house is all Wi-Fi up like she, she, she kind of screwed herself with Elsie over here controlling everything <laughs> that's true she's so. like Elsie lights on and I'm like do you not have any diagram light switches yeah um <laughs> Are those two 20th century for you? <laughs> but they, they decided to decommission her finally. Like they finally get, they like, they like bubble wrapper. Put, it was pretty funny. It was. They do all this other stuff. They say, hey, it's theoretically possible she killed these people. I don't have proof, but theoretically she could do it because her mind might think that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Which is not outside the realm of possibility for an AI not knowing anything. It's literally learning off the internet. We, that's what we need. Our kids learn off the internet. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so. The internet's a great place. Great so. place for. <laughs> Because she even says later, everything's Megan, true. Megan's like, you know, do you think Brian's gonna go to heaven? She goes, boys like that don't go to heaven. She's like, I don't know where she where he is. Like, oh she man, I, lo- I almost peed myself. Megan laughing doesn't under- was... doesn't understand. She just, she's reading stuff off the yeah. internet or where she's getting her information, yeah. and she just kind of. Do you one-sided. think boys like Brian go to heaven? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no. Well, if there is a heaven, if there is a heaven, because exactly. she doesn't know anything. She doesn't. She's not educated much because Alice Williams really did not program her right she, right. she kind of programmed on the fly and she yeah. says she didn't have the cho- chance to put the parental controls in and really build a firewall for this girl and mm-hmm. says she's pretty much open to what she wants mm-hmm. yeah so let's it might give talk Allison, about that too let's give Allison Williams props though 
for literally building the most high-tech piece of technology the world has ever seen overnight in a suburban garage. It might Impressive. be one night. I can't tell if it was one night or two or three, but either way, it's too much. Uh, even it's two or three. Enough. I mean, come on. Dude. It seemed like a one-evening montage. It seemed like an Iron Man thing. thing. Yeah, like yeah. an Iron Man one like, night. Like, like push, an in-game Iron Man invented time travel in about an hour. And no one even talks about that, do we? But he's, you're right. I figured it out. Like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I thought the same thing. I was like, so the but next again, day, that's just one of those things. Megan. That's just one of those things. You just roll with the punches. Yeah, the I only mean, reason I say I think it's maybe a day or two because she had to get that mask in. Even if she overnight, it would take the next day. So maybe that's what. Take, maybe it's, either way, yeah. she's smart. But how smart? Is she's she? banging the UPS driver. And she yeah. got it there really <laughs> yeah. quickly. She's like, hey, I need a mask, a creepy girl mask, a creepy little silicone mask. Yeah. Be there in two hours. Yeah, um, but yeah, she kind of she just she flips. Her switch over. She's like, I'm going to kill everybody. You know, she tries to hang the one dude, which almost works. She And then, like, she blows up the lab, but not really. The lab, like, kind of. She kind of blows up dude, part of the lab. What's yeah. that smell? It was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> the part of the, one of the funniest parts is when David's running from her. Right. She does that dance. Yeah, she's just screwing with him. She's, she's just, just screwing like, with him at this point. She's like yeah. body rolling and like flipping. And <laughs> then she goes and gets to the thing, uh, the knife blade off of paper what, cutter. Paper yeah. cutter and yeah. just. He's like, I haven't security. seen one of those paper cutters. <laughs> Me either. He freaks um, out, starts running. Security. It was, it was, it was a funny scene when it should have been scarier. I that's think. the only kill you see that she actually does it on screen. Right. Like she sits, sticks it through his back, mm-hmm. and yeah, then she true. like off screen kills the guy in his head and walks out, and then like that's all she kills though. She had that all figured out too, she really just walks quick. Out of there like she owns the place. Well, she looks like a girl. I mean, if you don't, if you do, if you don't double take her, she looks like a girl. Because when she's talking mm-hmm. to the other dude, he's like, "Why did you kill her?" She goes. I didn't. You did. Yeah. I'm like, oh, dude. Yeah, there are parts know. of the movie that cool. went, man, I really like the script of this. <laughs> like, I really like <laughs> parts are rough, yeah. Yeah. But then, she, and then you have the big showdown at home with, is Katie going to pick the three again? Is Katie going to pick Allison? Or whatever mm-hmm. Gemma. Gemma. Sorry. Gemma. And that's where I leaned over. Well, I leaned over Jordan about halfway through, through the movie. I said, you realize Bruce is coming in later. Let's talk about that real quick. Where would she get the dang gloves from? Yeah. Anybody think about that? She's those, standing in the doorway. She walked in with those gloves. <laughs> Maybe she those, took them and put them in her room. Who knows? I could see her doing that, but at the same time, it seems convenient. She's like, yeah. Iron Man. She's like, ugh. Put your <laughs> I wanted to say about like the final 10, minutes, 10, 15 minutes of this movie, I enjoyed almost the dialogue exchange between Gemma and Megan more than I did like the actual throwdown because, you know, Gemma's trying to shut her down and trying to reason with her and trying to tell her, you know, you're doing all this stuff. And Megan's like, who cares? Millions of people die every day. Like, what does it matter? It's interesting because she's not like... Wrong. She's not wrong. That, that does yeah, happen. exactly. That's what's that's what's kind of horrifying about. So that's it. what and that's what you get with with something that doesn't have emotion mm-hmm. or empathy. You've got or right. You've you've just got this this thing that says death is natural. Everybody does it. So what's the big deal? If you look at it analytically, you know, like it, she does. Really, if she's it, like humans kill people every day, and the Lord lives. Why can't I? Exactly. It's creepy and it's horrifying. It's creepy when when and you get a true. villain like that that's yeah. not necessarily wrong. Not yeah. completely wrong. And completely true. It's a pretty good end scene actually. Like I did. I think the third act is probably the best as far as like. Like horror aspect because they go at each other. She's titanium, which from the beginning I said bad idea. When right. you sing that song, titanium is a lullaby. Yeah. Oh, so that freaking was, weird. That was, was funny, dude. So out there, dude. But they yeah, do there's that. just moments like that. They're just so uncomfortable. You just have to kind of laugh. <laughs> and Bruce is there to help, and what you'd expect, he rips her in half, but her top half luckily lives. We can see her crawl. Right. And then they, they dismantle her, and then Katie picks Allison or Gemma, which is obvious. She's gonna pick Gemma because she loves Katie. It's crazy. Katie's not crazy. Uh, Megan's crazy. Yeah. Big so time. Megan's got half her hair gone and her yeah, face ripped like, off. She looks like Gollum. She's like, oh, we didn't have to see this, Katie, but this needs to happen. And I was like, no. And so they do that kind of stuff, and it ends 
normally. This is a very cookie cutter ending. They beat her. You know, we'll put, I, we'll put I, I did enjoy how um, Katie used Bruce to rip Megan in half, and then I thought to myself, "Please, is, is this Lord." Real steel? I was no, like, no. "Please, Lord, let Megan crawl at them just with the top half of her body." Real, and she did. You guys get a real steel connection there when she yep. does this. That, that's how he. That's how he does his robots. I haven't seen steel. real steel in forever. It's the same. thing. We watched it with Devontae a while back. He likes so, it. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but anyways, <laughs> real steel type thing. But like, yeah, they live. I really enjoyed just top half of Megan just yeah. <laughs> scurrying around. She didn't last very long in that. But like they, what I think is interesting is they finally just like, she looks like, what's weird about the movie is like they're beating up a girl, technically. Yeah. Uh, but then they take off the mask, you're like, oh, and then you feel like, oh, she's a freaking murderous robot and just kill her. It's Terminator, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's Terminator, Ex Machina, a lot of different things. She's more Terminator than Ex Machina, kind of, the way she's indestructible, because Ex Machina aren't as indestructible. But mm-hmm. anyways. But yeah, like it ends normally where they live. But then Elsie lights up. Mm-hmm. Megan's alive. Shocker. I mean, they want more. They already <laughs> so said they're greenlit in the a second greenlit, one. A, yeah. a greenlit is already sequel. <laughs> a sequel is already greenlit yeah, for this so. movie. I really hope they get rated R, the, se- the sequel. They might. I don't know knows. if they will, but I hope they do. They we'll probably see. won't for marketing purposes, but I, I kind of wish they would. Li- I kind of wish they would. Yeah. I thought to myself, the indie- now granted, yeah, they're probably like, they're probably saying like, oh, Megan's still alive through Elsie. But at the same time, I'm like, Megan was like overtaking Elsie, overpowering her. So Elsie could just be back up and running <laughs> since <laughs> Megan died. Yeah, I would imagine. That's, that's she, had a, she had a contingency plan. I would imagine she probably, <laughs> that's probably not the case. She probably put herself into Elsie, and now she's there. And she's going to wait until she can find another body. That because most likely, Alice the next week, Alice Wong is going to build a, a prototype two or something. Right, and this time try to put in protocols that that don't allow it to hurt that's people. The next yeah. is going to be out. It's going to be like Brian, but with a well, how can you put two in it? What's a good two? Like an A? Yeah, Brian two in. <laughs> like you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna every single the next one's gonna be that kind of crap. They're gonna name it differently. Or, yeah. So, which but I mean, I, if they keep really and truly, if they keep the same filmmakers and they keep the same writers, I'm on, I'm totally on board for a universe of Megan becoming I mean, a pretty out there, crazy cult universe like Leprechaun. I have all those. <laughs> I'm just like saying, like I could see yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, the Conjuring, the Conjuring universe sucks half the time, and they keep making those yeah, movies because I mean, they made, the started, Nun Two's being made. It started with a pretty solid, successful first film, so yeah. therefore they made I mean, a this billion is, other movies. This is better than the Nun, but then right? they made the Nun. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, the Nun Two say, is coming out. I think this the is Nun is cringe. I think this is better than half the other movies in the Conjuring universe. I, mean, I don't think it's better than the first all three Conjuring. I think all three Conjuring are better. That's true. Even the third one's a little better, but yeah, I mean Annabelle creation better than two of the Annabelle movies. It's better than Nun. Definitely None. better than none, yeah. None two's gonna suck. I haven't seen it. But yeah. what I'm saying is like if you could Blumhouse it's like it's a little bit like A twenty four in in the way they make movies for less and they make a lot of money so they can make more of them. You yeah. don't have yeah, and their movies are hit and miss, so you just don't know what Blumhouse yeah, like is. The movie so makes double its budget on the opening weekend. So I mean, it's I mean there make, you go. And that pays for everything. Mm-hmm. Right there. And then everything else you make in the next two months, profit. And that's mm-hmm. a good amount. And they'll make another 30, 50. And, you know, I do think it helped that, you know, James Wan was associated with this. Uh, produce, yeah. Producer, co writer. So that, I think that I helped. Think because James Wan knew. He's like, I think we got a, f-, you know, after James Wan did Malignant, he's like, I think we got a fun, kind of campy, goofy thing going here. But so. this one works. We know what I think about Malignant. I yeah, Malignant me too. I, I didn't care about We know how we feel. <laughs> if you don't know, you can go But back this and one look I actually kind of liked. You can go back and look at our. Reviews we reviewed it. We did but review that, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we didn't love it, but I think James Wan hits this one in the park. He didn't strike out like yeah. He did with I think that's me. why. I think that's why he was an executive producer on this. He's like, I, I think I, I like think we his, got something here. I like his mind. I, like I believe his, his co-writer also. Yes, I so. think James Wan. Be, I don't know. Is an all-time great for this horror stuff. Malignant is a little bit. 
of a downer for me, but it is. He swings for the fences. All it's right. an interesting idea. It's still, I don't think it has worked very well. Megan works. Mathurigan works pretty well. No, I mean, well. and this whole concept isn't new. No. Even in an interview, interview that he was in, he said, this is nothing new. It was just our take on it. It's a lot like the new Child's Play um, with the fact that he can control electronics. I never saw the 2019 Child's Play. It's just, it's, it's, just, it's, just it's okay. a reboot. It it's not. the same thing, but he can control electronics. Yeah. Is Megan more enjoyable it. than it is. Child's Play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It for is. sure. I mean, I'll, I'll, I think Child's Play is really bad. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's really bad. This is watchable. I mean, yeah. this is nice I can be with it. I yeah, think. I know what you mean. I mean, it's, let's think it's very watchable. As we were leaving the theater last night, uh, one of the uh, employees there goes, man, that was pretty good. And I'm like, was it? Yes and no. I'm, yeah. well, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I'd call it good, but I had a freaking fun that, time watching Matt, it. Matt wanted to say, hey, let's sit down and talk yeah. about this. It's breezy, though. It's like an hour and 42, but it felt like you go and through admit, it really it fast. It felt like it felt like an hour 20. Yeah, right? it didn't. It for real. I've been saying every single movie I've watched, I've watched a lot of movies lately, every single one's too long. Yeah. This one's I, right. I know. This it even seems could like have been it, shorter, but it but still felt pretty breezy. I mean, it felt good because every single movie I've watched is two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't make a long movie, but like, sometimes and like, And almost to. all these two and a half hour movies were going, man, you know, they could have cut 15, 20 minutes out of this. Oh, yeah. And that's that's the problem with a lot of these movies they're putting out right now. But mm-hmm. um, if I have anything else to say about it, we'll just rate. We'll go ahead and rank it or whatever from A to Z. Give it a grade. To, get to grade it. Go ahead. Um, this is this is a weird one to grade on a report card scale, um, because, I mean, as a fun time, it's like an A A minus. As a movie on the whole, it's like a C minus. So, I don't know. I'm gonna give it a B minus though, just because. Again, it's not it's not it's not really good. It's not even a really good film. It's not even a perfect film. But because I just was thoroughly entertained and I was consistently laughing and enjoying myself throughout the movie, it gets a B minus for me. Dare I even say B? I had seen where where some people were were giving this really really high praise, and after watching it, I'm like, I don't see that as far as overall movie goes. I don't see high praise for it. I do, like I said, I think that it had the comedy. The comedy hit really well, kept me in the movie. It was fun to watch, and I enjoyed this movie because of that. Had the comedy been gone, man, this movie would have sucked so bad. Mm-hmm. Would have been a D. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, D minus F. I just it would have been way down there. Um, I did enjoy the comedy. I enjoyed the acting. I enjoyed overall entertaining movie. But I just I can't give it high high ratings because it isn't that good a movie. Yeah. Um, so it's tough. I'm gonna go middle ground and I'm gonna say C. Yeah, and the director of this has done nothing. Um, this is his first major film. I mean, considering I, I saw, I, well, I saw he did one other movie that I heard good things about. But that was it. Like, yeah, I, I, I which is interesting movie. to me because it's not directed horribly. It's not a bad direction. It's just, mm. and I think the art, the art could really sink it or really make it flow. Um, the art could ruin it. Honestly, it could yeah, ruin the tone of comedies. True. We'll see. Um, I'm gonna give it a C minus. Um, maybe C one day. Let me see the R rated and then see what happens. I think I'll, I'm gonna buy it because I think when it comes out, it's gonna come with both versions. No, is the cool. point of it? That's what yeah. they do with the invitation. I won't buy that. The movie sucks. There is no, there is no way the R rating makes that worth watching again. <laughs> this one has a chance to make it better, so I want might as well. I'll probably buy it when it comes out, so I can watch the unrated version, or or I think it's gonna be unrated, not actually rated. It's like the unrated, uncut version. Right. They'll call it something stupid, you know, <laughs> like they all do. But um, I'll probably give it C minus right now. I give it a six nine IMDb because you can't give it a six point five, which I think is what it deserves. Has a six point seven right now, by the way. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's, it's gonna, not bad. I don't for think it's gonna go thing. up. I think it'll it'll settle on that six point three, six point four. Um, so it's not bad. That's a that for horror that is watchable and good. That's on IMDb. pretty solid. Really, seven and, and up is like 
legit good. Like you said, a horror movie they released in January. I mean, yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, it has like a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes. And Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes is different just because it's like if people, if you enjoyed the film, you give it a positive score. If you did not right. enjoy it, you give it a negative score. So 94% of the people enjoyed the movie, which I could and see. That I could mean, be like a bunch of teenagers who hadn't seen a whole lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> movie is definitely good. the critic score, just, but yeah. You just yeah. don't know. This <laughs> movie is geared towards, I mean, coming out in January, you know it's probably not going to do well. It did well, but you know, Blumhouse is weird about where they put things out because they were smart enough to put this out a month after Avatar came out. But Avatar still won the weekend, by the way. It won last weekend. It made $45 million, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Well, right now, you know, Avatar's just a juggernaut right now. But so there, what else is out? Know. A man, man Called Auto. That's not... No kid wants to see that. The yeah. Whale is out, but no kid wants to see So it's a good... It's actually like kind of geared towards kids, and it's, but you can make your kid think it likes horror because it it's not even horror. Me, it reminded me of Happy Death Day and the fact that it's a PG-13 horror comedy that's just... It's very commercial, I guess. Happy Death like Day it's is a easy. More horror, though, I think. I think so too. It's a little bit more horror, but I think it's it's very, it's very commercial. You know what yeah, I mean? It's yeah. easy to market. It's easy to get butts and seats with a film like this. The Blumhouse so, did that too. Yeah. The problem is that didn't do any. That didn't make any money. They made two of them, but the second one didn't make enough money to make a third one. Yeah, yeah. But no, right. I'm happy for it. I'm happy for Blumhouse for making a movie that's watchable. Finally, it's been a while. Jason um, Blum knows what he's doing, so I mean, mo- half, half the time. I'm <laughs> telling you, every other movie sucks. Even if even if the movies suck, you ever see? He you ever still see, makes a return on investment. Yeah. You ever see Fantasy Island? Oh no, my I, god, that one did not make. Return, I was gonna I say you, that was with, horrible with Blumhouse. You, you make either, money. You either get yourself a Get Out or you get yourself yep. a Truth or Dare. There's, there's almost no middle ground, and it's either really good or really bad. They all make money. Yep, that's and true. That's the, that's yep. success. Truth they or dare all... made money. Have you seen that? We've seen it. Yeah, we watched Truth it there. Oh my gosh, Truth it? or Dare. It's terrible. It's uh... got Tyler Posey in it, and like they make Truth or Dare. Came out in twenty. No, I haven't. I haven't seen that yet. We're getting no. off topic here, but it's horrible. I and seen it. but Blumhouse and Jason Blum, whatever. Mm-hmm. Every other movie blows, but every movie makes money. Mm-hmm. Who cares? And I don't really Who cares? think he's concerned about the quality of the films. I mean, I think obviously he cares yeah, about the quality that. of the films, but I think he cares more about the MF and money than he does anything else. I mean, he's yeah, he makes plenty of money on bad films. I mean, then he makes good money on good films. I mean, they made more money than I ever seen in my life on Get Out. Right. So it's they like a ton of movie on the good stuff. So. So. Anyways, that is it. yeah. We've been going for a minute, but it's, <laughs> but did, I mean, we did good on time. It's, it's a fun, it's a fun, fun discussion to have about you know about box honestly and about Blumhouse and whatnot. I think when it comes out with unrated, we might come back with a short thing about it when i watch it we can all watch it again or i'll just or one of us can watch it, we can talk I'll watch about it again it. yeah we don't have to do a full mini full I, pod about it but we can i would really like it. to see the unnerving version i would do yeah. and this, i've never usually say that i just say well what could it add this could add a whole element like, yeah that's like better. we said like it was fun and enjoyable as it is but i mean it like, could it make could it more fun more fun and more mm-hmm. enjoyable that's right if, if you do lean into the dumbness of like a red or not of like a Shaun of the dead you know this is kind of what's going for can win and mm-hmm. it could win that way it's winning kind of right now so i agree yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you know what <laughs> i'm, I'm kind of glad i didn't really know what we were gonna do and then jordan's like let's go watch megan i'm like oh sure why not you know but i'm kind of glad we did really um it was yeah. it was wild um anyway anything else you boys want to have before we roll on out of here today nope. i'm cool. just interested they're gonna name the next three <laughs> what are they gonna do in the third one what are they gonna just keep Sorry, it keep it the exact same title as the first <laughs> okay the l- let's Let's do Fast and Furious, and <laughs> it'll be it'll be three, and then they'll have a little little subtitle. 
Yeah. Oh my god. <coughs> the Megan. The Megan. <laughs> the M3 Gan. Yeah. Oh the second god. one will be M3 Gan Two: The Rise of Elsie. Oh, oh there you god. Go. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that was a, that was an episode, you guys. That was a fun episode. <laughs> um, thank you to you, the beautiful listener out there, for sitting through this, uh, listening to us ramble about Blumhouse and about horror comedies and whatnot. It was fun. It was enjoyable. Um, yeah. So you out there, what did you think of M3 Gan or Megan? Um, whatever you thought, uh, you can reach out to us and let us know. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Please, guys, reach out to us, hit us up, let us know what you guys thought about this episode or any of our episodes for that matter. But until next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We will see you guys then. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,